Polymath. I'm your host, Britt Stone. Today we're going to talk about the book Everybody's Son by uh, Thriti Umragar. Okay, so hello everyone. Hope you've had a good few weeks. So um, this book uh, was kind of a, how'd I find it? I think I might have just been in the mood to buy something on Amazon and happened upon it and was like, oh, this is an interesting premise. Um, and also not written by who I would have expected. So the premise of this novel is it's set in the early 90s. I'm guessing the main character, Anton, is probably a couple years older than me. Um, he is um, the son of a single mother with a crack habit uh, in, I believe, Baltimore. She goes off to get a hit and ends up leaving him for a week in his apartment alone. He breaks out and um, is, ends up ultimately being uh, fostered and then adopted by a wealthy white family, um, a pair, a white couple, you know, um, that is uh, upper class and have had a, a trauma of their own. They lost their son um, as a teenager by a drunk driver. And so they're still reeling from that loss and he enters that family. And so uh, it's an interesting story of um, how he is filling a need they have while they're also filling a need that he has and uh, the complexities of, um, of their relationship. And the author is an Indian woman uh, from India, who then moved to the States and is a professor and writes this book. So she is neither um, ethnicity. Uh, so it's, it's actually kind of interesting to have this, this person write this story from this perspective. Uh, the, the book is done really well. Uh, I w had a dead battery in my car, so I started reading it uh, at the dealership and was getting kind of misty-eyed at, at various parts and like underlining things I wanted to um, to read to you all during um, during the podcast. So uh, the story takes Anton, and he is a very special kid. Everyone keeps saying so. He's intelligent. He is disciplined, um, even though you know he grows up in the projects. In, in Baltimore, um, his mother, though she happens to have this crack habit, is more than a crack addict. She is a woman who loves her son, who just made a poor decision and kind of got caught uh, in the clutches of addiction. But she loves her son. And uh, I love how honest the book is with the complexities of people what motivates them, that they're more than just one decision, that they're not all bad, that they're not all good, that love drives people, that, um, you know, addictions drive people, uh, the need to excel drives people, and uh, Anton's caught in the middle and ultimately finds out that there's some shady things that happened that were the reason why he never went back to the care of his mother because of his adoptive, ultimately his adoptive parents. And, uh, and so, you know, questions about the foster care system, adoption, people with power, abusing their power for their own means, um, 
the racial dynamics, you know, white liberalism, racism, white savior complexes, uh, the, the drug wars, the um, child protective services being used as another tool of punishment to, um, to the poor and people of color, you know, the threat of having their kids taken away from them. All of this are, are, are themes that come up um, throughout the book. Uh, one thing that I also thought um, kind of struck me was that children understand gray zones way more than we give them credit for. So, you know, we know that, you know, you're taught right or wrong, uh, and a lot of that is done when you're a child. And a lot of times you try to stay away from things in the middle because you feel like kids aren't sophisticated enough to understand, but they are very adept at this. And I wanted to read an excerpt um, that kind of is this perspective of, from this little boy. She was a good mom. That's what he tried to telling the social worker and the cops. But they had just patted his head and nodded in a way that he could tell meant they weren't listening to him. He knew she'd done wrong to leave him locked up at home for so long, and that made him angry. He knew it was wrong for her to do the drugs, that she should just say no, like the big, huge billboard across the street from the housing project. She'd made a big mistake for sure. He understood that. But what he didn't get was why it was anyone's business but his and his mom's. Even Ernest, the social worker who he liked so much, acted like it was okay for them to take him out of his home, and that it was okay for some old judge who didn't even know them to put Mom in jail. It scared him terribly to think of her in jail, along with thieves and kidnappers and gang members. She was so tiny. What if someone bullied her in jail or hurt her? It would be the fault of that old judge who didn't even know her. So, you know, you have this child who knows his mom is making bad decisions, that She's put him in danger, but she's his mother. And so this, this uh, theme of biology, that no matter what a parent does to their child, there's still this bond that uh, the child desires to have maintained or kept whole is very important throughout the whole novel. You know, as he gets older wondering if she's knowing about his successes and what he's doing, uh, feelings of abandonment because he thinks she didn't, she gave him up, um, which he finds out isn't the case. Um, it really just kind of raises questions about what are the best ways to take care of children when they're in vulnerable situations, um, caused by the people who should be their biggest protectors. And is taking someone out of that home and severing ties always the best strategy? Um, or better yet, should we be equipping people to, to be able to keep their homes cohesively, you know, as much as we can, right? Um, also, Anton is in this middle world, so he's biracial. His mother's black, his, he, his father was a, um, a white man that is not a part of the picture at all. And so uh, he looks black for all intents and purposes, but um, as he moves into this upper-class white sub suburb, uh, feeling like he's always in between worlds, uh, that he has to perform 
and do everything just right because everyone's looking at him. Um, and when he goes to college, he ends up going to Harvard, of course. Um, he meets this black girl that he falls in love with, and she's very militant and, and woke, as we would call it today. Um, she's, I think, the daughter of a, an African immigrant to the States and like an academician for her, her mother's an academic. And so she like, really pushes these issues to him. Do you know who you are? Are you the blackest white guy I know or the whitest black guy I know? Like, which one are you? Um, you know, what are you, what are you going to do about the opportunities you have? Are you going to make a change? Are you going to um, stand up for your people? Uh, these are questions that he has to wrestle with that he's never really had to deal with before until he meets her. And, and he can see the... Um, inconsistencies of how she's treated by his white family. He brings her home for the holidays and uh, his, you know, he comes from like, his adopted family is, is a lineage of politicians. So his adopted grandfather is like a retired senator, I believe. His father ultimately becomes a governor, but he's, you know, a judge. And, uh, and Anton is, is struck by the fact that if she'd had the same views that she currently is articulating at, at this Thanksgiving dinner with, with his adoptive family and had been white, it would have been considered, you know, cute and how, you know, progressive and aware of the world she, she is, right? But because she's black and has these opinions, she's considered aggressive and prickly and uh, they don't like the influence that she, that she exercises over him. And he can even see the double standard um, that is kind of used to judge her. Although the men in the family are all very drawn to her, uh, there is this wariness, and his adoptive mother doesn't like her. She says, you know, this isn't, this isn't the right sort of girl for you. Uh, so it's, it's a very interesting uh, dynamic there. <clears throat> and their relationship comes back around later in the novel, which, which is lots of, of fun to see as they've grown up. Um, but I, I thought it was a very complex story. I thought that the author handled all of the very um, complicated issues really well, especially for someone who kind of is on the outside of, of, this, of this dynamic. So I would recommend reading everybody's son. We're going to take a break. I'm going to tell you about the things that I'm enjoying. Okay, what's making me happy? I would say two things. I kind of binge-watched uh, on Amazon Prime the series Forever with Fred Armisen and Maya Rudolph. It is not what you would expect. It's about a couple kind of facing the mundaneness of committed relationship but with a twist, and I thought it was done very well. Also, Maya Rudolph wore clogs the entire show, almost. Made me very happy, because I'm kind of a clog person these days. Um, shout out to number six and Briar Clogs. Second thing is probably the Blood Orange album, which I'm really enjoying as well. Um, yeah, I think that's about it.
enjoyed the show. Until next time.